Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinions. Pop Pinions. Episode five. Episode five. It's our thing. See? Yeah, we do just, the I just repeat it. It's fun. So it's our thing now. Case, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. You know, we're back to school, so it's a little stressful. And, well, you know th- the that times. Might, are... That might be done in a couple weeks, so <laughs> I hope not though. After all of this work. You know what the biggest thing though that's stressing me out is all the plastic we're using now. Like the the environment, like Yesterday, I was handing out the PPE for the schools and like the the plastic. I couldn't believe it. But I know it's to keep us all safe. That's why I kept telling myself. But it was hard on my heart on my heart. Anyways. Yeah. So it's it's been a minute for sure. Especially being off six months. Now it's like, what? You want to work full time? <laughs> when do I get to read and nap? No, I'm just kidding. Or do podcasts. Right. No, I know. We'll make time for that. Oh, we will make time for this. This for is fun. Sure. Mm. All right. So we got our movie challenge of the week. We did. We also have a new segment we'll introduce after. Yes. Let's, let's start. Let's start with movies. Okay. So this week, actually, not even this week. No. Like it a was couple, today. Literally today. I watched Garden State. Garden State. One of your favorite movies. Yes. I as I watched it, I mo- understood more and more why you do like it. Right. It's very quirky. Yes. Very weird, awkward characters. Yes. Awkward silences and yeah, conversations. And, yeah, and things that happen where you're just like, "Okay, that's it's weird." Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right up my alley, though. It is. That was my that was my first note. It was just a lot of awkward. Mm-hmm. Jim Parsons is in it for one scene. He's a medieval times. But it scene is so memorable. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's a good one. Um, so Zach Braff is someone who you really like. I do. I have always heard the name, but never really watched what he did. At least not like nothing memorable. I think him acting and directing, I thought was really well done. Yes. Um, his, like his character is not like a, he wrote it too. Not like, oh, did he? Yeah. So there you go. All trifecta. He did. Um, his character is very like low key and. Mm-hmm. quiet and awkward that was one of the things i wrote was the drug scene where they all take ecstasy and everything around the party is like everyone's freaking out and making out whatever and then he's just like kind of sitting there zoned out i think for me what i took from that scene is life is passing him by like he's he's sitting in one spot because he didn't every he's been so drugged his whole life that he like everything was passing him by that's the way I interpret the scene. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but that's... I don't think you can, think you can be wrong with an interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I definitely... I, I, see I know that. people that made it to that scene and stopped the movie. I know two people that were like, yeah, once I got to that, I didn't even... I didn't even... I was... Give it a chance. Like, it hasn't even started. Like... I think the only thing they could have done, but it wouldn't really have made more sense to the story is if you introduced the same character before. Oh, okay. So I kind of makes you see some kind of even if it's just a maybe a couple minutes of just her life at home right. I, I know we get that scene where they enter where he's at her at her house, house. and you yeah. see and he sees how like wild it is but i think to me i was i was kind of like i don't want to say half interested but once the same character came in i'm like okay this is where the story's going right because it's you not just see... this guy's journey right yeah Yes. So overall, can you please tell me if you liked the movie? Yes, I liked the movie. Okay. It's not something I would have picked, but it's also something I didn't hate watching. Right. I enjoyed it. Good. Good. Um, one of the things I thought of, and it's 
the beginning when he's like serving and stuff i i, I got the point of it it just kind of seemed it was just introducing the character yeah but then it was more the once you found out his dad was his own psychiatrist and he has all those pills at the beginning of the movie it's kind of it's telling of where where it went wrong even seeing his mom in a wheelchair before you found out the incident that caused it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i thought it was very like he hasn't had an easy upbringing no definitely not and i think the involvement of him is what i liked about it right i like characters that evolve and i like and i like quirkiness so for me it's just a recipe for a great movie and i and all those characters like you couldn't peter sarsgaard like you couldn't that's him right yeah i don't remember which character he was he's like the best like the guy who does who like goes on the adventure yes yeah yeah that's peter sars oh i think i'm saying it wrong (laughs) anyways he's married to maggie gyllenhaal if that helps anybody Um, that helps you yeah he um i think he's just such a good um actor like he used to be around more and now i never see him in movies but i think he was really good and i don't know the guy who was like a millionaire and he was so bored with his life and he had the they just i don't know why but i just loved the bit of i made silent velcro right (laughs) and they're just at one point playing with it and he's just like this guy's a genius right yeah Anyways, there's and that mom like Jean Smart, like yeah. she's only in like two scenes, but or maybe even one, but she's so memorable. Like she, just, I mean, I love when she walks out of the house and she's like, "Oh guys, don't stay in the house too long. I took the batteries out of the carbon monoxide." Like it was beeping all night, <laughs> right? Like it's just so funny. Like the characters, yeah. Um, I've never seen natalie portman play a character like this exactly right. everything else i've ever seen her in is very like serious and stoic and this is just she's just weird she's she giggles a lot and just she has a lot of feels right like she yeah she's because she's got her own yeah issues and stuff right Mm -hmm. so um i'm just gonna say this movie couldn't be made today just based on one scene of repeatedly saying the r word yeah i know i know yeah. really funny it was a really funny even, scene but yeah no you couldn't say it because they must have said it like 10 times just natalie portman said it 10 times yeah. in one scene i'm just like i can't believe you played that guy like you're not that yes i know i know you could not do that nowadays um good balance of like drama gets you in the feelings a little bit a comedy a little romantic it's mm-hmm. i liked that it wasn't just kind of overly in our face that it was going to be a romantic relationship no, it was a pretty, like, you could feel it, but it wasn't like, yeah, like, I know what you mean. Until it wasn't the, in your face. Until like, the very end when it's he's running through the airport. Yeah. It's but a very, even when they kiss for the first time and they're in that quarry, right? Yeah. Like, it's not, I don't know, it's not. I thought they should have ended it there. I felt like that would have been. But we didn't know what he got. You had to know why he went on that adventure. That's that true. That it was his mom's necklace. But right? I felt like he could have done that right, right before right like right after they get out of the house but then you have the scene in the bathtub after where the, he cries for the first time he hasn't cried since he was a kid right yeah i don't know yeah i get what you mean because it would have been cool to just be like bah, right and I'm or it's almost like you kind of rearrange the scenes a little bit and have that as the ending right right and then he cries maybe before because that's a really important scene because he's never he hasn't cried because he hasn't felt anything right yeah and then he says to her like this hurts right and she's like yeah like it's life like yeah anyways i'm really glad you oh sorry are you not 
no, I was just looking at my notes. No, just I I like the, um, just the like the even the cop scene. I know. Was just like, so did I did I do a good job? Because <laughs> right. he was a, he was an old friend of his, and then he was like, oh, last time I saw you were doing coke off a of whatever he was. Yeah, doing. off a urinal, and he's like, right. ah, la, 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 la. No. yeah, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, he's like, he became a cop, and he's like, yeah, I didn't know what else to do. I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of police officers you want on the road right people that are just like nah, i don't know what else i want to do so no it was good i would love if he made more movies like i just think he's so good because there's another one wish you were here with kate hudson and joey king's in it who's so good in that movie and it's a really it's a good it's another good one not as quirky but still really good joey king is to me was a standout in that movie but yeah I like Zach Braff. He does a good job. Mm -hmm. He's got a good little mind in there, right? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you watched it. So then we can talk about it more. You know, I can say things like, remember in Garden State? You know? Yes. Yeah. I will remember that. Good. Okay. And then I'll and I'll just tell you this. Remember the scene when they're in the doctor's office and she keeps saying the R word? Right. I know. And my favorite scene that I said. When we find oh, out, the like, fireplace, fireplace and, and they're all standing there, or sitting there, and he finally says, like, what happened to his mom, and then she, like, tap dances. I don't know why I love it, and I think the music in it is brilliant. Like, that, I think oh, yeah. the music is that, phenomenal. That is something I wrote down, that you were right about the soundtrack. Yes. It's definitely one of the best soundtracks I've heard used in a movie. Yeah, like, they have a good, the good placement of music and whatnot. So, yes, I'm glad you watched it and liked it. I did. All right, your movie. It was originally going to be, and I think at one point I am going to get you to watch this movie because, not that it's high quality, but just if you if you go into it with very low expectations, okay, it'll be kind of like an eighties adventure kind of movie. Okay, well I'm down for that. Oh, uh, at some point, I don't know when, yeah. but well. but instead I got you to watch Amateur. Amateur. So it's about a. 16 is he 16 no, no. he's in grade grade eight, eight, Sorry, grade eight, eight. so any 14 yes yes he's sure. 14 basketball like prodigy yep and um he gets asked to and he lives with his mom and no and his dad his, his dad's dad. there but he's, he's had he um played football for the longest time so he has uh like concussion head yeah. issues and very like mood swings and yeah he's pretty rough on him i found mm -hmm. like it's always that borderline when i watch those kind of movies where the parents are like are you pushing them or are you like like do they want this or do you want it for them or you know it's always that kind of thing i really liked the mom like i felt like she really had the best interest of him like she was all about like school yeah like you're in grade eight so it's in a, again it's hard because it's like is this the next lebron james because you don't want to squash that but you also have to have a backup plan kind of a backup plan like sometimes i don't believe in plan b or backup plans but i also think but i also think you, i don't know you have to be smart about it too right yeah for sure like and especially now like any basketball player now if you're like getting picked up by espn on instagram when right. you're in in the ninth grade and the 10th grade you kind of know okay, if I'm getting this kind of attention, you're getting that kind of attention from colleges, universities, stuff like that. You kind of, you have an expectation that you're going to go and play division one most likely. But if you're, if that's not happening, like they have a bunch of scouting websites that will tell you where you're ranked mm -hmm. based on scouts going to watch you. 
And this was based like he had he had all that stuff like he had all social media and stuff because mm-hmm. he posted that thing yep. with his dad and the coach talking and stuff right because I guess they gave him money or oh yeah so it was like scene. illegal illegal recruiting right and it so he lost everything right mm-hmm. yeah so I mean it, it definitely had some ups and downs I'm gonna say it wasn't my favorite basketball movie I've ever seen I do like sports movies but I it was entertaining but then there's stuff like have you ever seen who's hoosiers yeah yeah like i really liked that <clears throat> sorry um and i don't want to be mean but the boy like the main character his acting wasn't always the best to me like i had moments where i was like i wasn't really i don't like know cheering for him it's not that it was um i feel so bad i don't want to be mean but just some scenes where I just I feel like he just didn't get across what I think he was supposed to be getting across or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, he was a kid, so you know. Um, and then my only other gripe with that sh- with it is it was such a recipe of he goes to this new team, everybody hates him, they all pick on him, then they like him. You know, it was such a it's such that cliche, cliche of of a movie where I was like, oh, and they all hate him and they're all going to be mean to him. But then in the end, they'll like him, you know, and that is what happens. But I guess that is also life because the guy came on the team and the the leader guy, I guess, he, he took his spot, his friend's spot. So I yeah. guess he was very bitter with him. So I'm really having issues here. Um, so because I mean... Besides that, again, it's not, it's not the, for a basketball movie, it's definitely not the greatest. The one cliche I'm glad they didn't use was, oh man, we're in the championship game. Mm -hmm. It's down to five seconds left and we have to score. I just, I always, I know you have to do that in sports movies because it can't be, oh, we're in this championship game and we're up by 15 with four (laughs) seconds left. So exciting, guys. Yeah, you have to, you have to keep it. You have to have a Raptors finish like we just had the other day. A few days ago now. Okay. Well, people don't know. And we film our Roman recording. So 0.5 seconds. OG. <laughs> Whoosh. Anyways. Yes. Whoosh. <laughs> well, and here we go. Um, oh, and you know what I really liked about it is I'm not sure what he had, but those numbers thing, he couldn't see numbers the way we can. Like it was like funny. The, yeah. They did a good job filming they that did. where his dad is yelling at him. Okay. There's seven seconds left. Yeah. Cause he can't see numbers the way we did. And they showed it how he would see it. So it was really fascinating. So he got made fun of because everyone's like, oh, you can't read whatever, but he must've had, it's like, it was like a learning disability yeah. or whatnot. So that was a really fascinating um, part of his character and for a basketball movie i find they don't really go into unless it's like coach carter to me is like the ultimate like in practice you ever seen coach carter i feel like I, is that samuel jackson yeah yeah and I he's like, like making, did, but... and it's like the whole team like okay this this guy because he was like missing games or whatever he had to do push-ups so the whole team started doing push-ups and they started doing like uh not laps but like running back and forth on the court oh, okay like suicides they're called yeah, right yeah. we go to line to line mm-hmm. Ooh, those are hard. um it was that but for this movie it was they almost taught you a little bit about basketball where it's like okay you're gonna run p- 
play four. And if I say four, that means you have to go to the left. Right. And if I say, if it's, I don't remember which way they did it, but it was like odd numbers, you go this way, even numbers, you go that way. But he couldn't even tell left from right until he put up his fingers. You know how people tell with their, like he had to, when he was holding the basketball, kind of put his fingers, like, you know, when you do your thumb and your index finger. So he would know what was the L. Like he had, yeah. So it was fascinating. It's like a form of dyslexia maybe. But anyways, it was fascinating for sure. It's good. So, are we going to do another one for next week, or do we want to take a week off from that? No, I think I think it's okay. always a good because just a good way to start split up the our segments. Okay, so I want you to watch Away We Go with John Krasinski and Maya Rudolph. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't have an idea right now. Okay. Um, you can, can let me know, and then you can. Why don't I watch that other one you wanted me to watch? That's another. I don't really want you to watch another sports one. Oh, okay. I just want to switch it up at least a little bit. How many notes do I have? Um, too bad I watched all of the Avenger movies, Marvel movies, I mean, in the spring. Can, hey, then we can always talk about those. Yeah. You know what? Just let me know, and I'll uh, make sure you let me know by the weekend, though, because I like to watch them on the weekends. Um, I'm looking now at my. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go with nonstop. Liam, okay. Liam Neeson and Julianne Moore. Is that the plane or yeah, the? Plane. Okay, I'm into it. I don't know if it was plane, trains, automobiles. Yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. All Nonstop. Right. Nonstop. And I'm watching Away We Go. Yes. All right. Okay. Here uh, we go. It's our new segment. New segment. I'm. I didn't really run the name by you, but I've oh. always just kind of called it this. Okay. The I am deep dive. Oh, I like it. Um. So we each picked a. Did you pick an actor? I picked an actress. I thought I was picking the female and you were picking the male. Yeah, I thought actors, though, just represented both now. Well, probably does and should. Female so. actor. Yes. And I picked an actor. I just want to make sure we pick okay. the same. Imagine if we picked the same person. That would be so funny. All right. You can go first. Okay. Uh, how are, Yeah, how are you set it? Because I set it up. I feel like we probably set it up differently. Okay, but that's okay. Oh, no. That, I think that's a good thing. I just want to see if... If we're just going for it or... Uh, so I'm going to say who it is. I'm going to say some things they're in, some things I liked them in. Um, there's... Yeah, I'll just do that. And then there's like one that's coming out that I'm interested in. So I'm just going to kind of talk about that. Okay. Okay. So who I picked... Drum roll. It is Allison Janney. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I feel like she's a very underrated actress however going through her imdb she i mean she's been in so many things and i think last year when she won the oscar two years ago for i tanya i think she started getting that recognition but i think when you look through her stuff like she's been around like a long time so i started going through and i was like okay she was in 10 things i hate about you drop dead gorgeous which was really funny she's in 10 things i hate about you that's what it said in my imdb i was like wow i haven't seen it in a long time but i mean either i can't think of who she would be. No. Um, she, it said American Beauty, too. Oh, oh I was going to say she was in the real estate, but I can't remember what she was in there. Anyways, off to a slam and start here. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Wing. She did 155 episodes of West Wing. That's so, um, and then Hairspray. And this is where I, I think I fell in love with her. Wait, Hairspray, like the movie? Yeah. Oh, John yeah. She plays yeah. Mom, so this is where I started kind of like, I was like, who is this? Like, she's a little unicorn here. I really like her. And then she was in Juno. 
and I thought in Juno mm. she was she plays um, the stepmom of Juno, and who's played by Ellen Page. So say yeah, Ellen Pompeo. <laughs> Ellen Page, and um, I just think she's so funny in that movie. She's I, she she's not in it a lot, but when she is, she's great. She's in Away We Go that Jack will be watching, and she's hilarious in that as well. Um, she's in The Help. Oranges, way, way back, which we loved her in way, way back. She played the neighbor. Remember, she's always like, come over. And oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's always drunk. Um, Tammy, the Duff, she's really good. She plays the mom, and she's she um, she had a divorce, and then she decided to start her life and – oh, not start her life over, but, you know, she became like that talk show person, and she um, – yeah, that person. I can't think of what that is. Spy talk show person like a like, like a, a talk show host no like a motivational speaker sorry oh, okay yeah so she made she built her whole little empire on that and she always was wearing the suits and the yeah and then the duff right was played by may whit way may whitman and she's like you know she rolls to school in her pajamas so they had a nice a funny dynamic um girl on the train do you remember her in that oh she played i think she played the um police officer so a bit more of a serious role then she did the i tanya which she won the oscar golden globe i mean she won everything she was so incredible in that movie because she plays a completely psychotic you know crazy person and she does it so well with her bird and her smoking and the like she just and she's got that wig like she just transforms and i thought she was just brilliant in that um and then we have mom the tv show which dad and i watch and she's really funny in that. She plays an alcoholic, well, like a yeah. recovering alcoholic. And we really liked her in that. Um, so she has this new movie coming out called Breaking News in Yaba County, I think it's called. It's Y-U-B-A. Yab- Yaba? Yuba? Yuba. I like Yaba. Yaba Daba Doo. Um, so it has <laughs> It has Mila Kunis, Juliette Lewis, who I love, um, Aquafina, Ellen Barkin, and she catches her husband in bed, and then he um, has a heart attack, and then she hides his body, I guess, and and then she starts taking advantage of the celebrity status that happens with like, why is he missing? Oh my god! Wow, that's so. Is it like a calm? So I thought that too, but it does say drama. So I'm not sure. It's going to be anyways. It looks like when you watch the trailer, it looks really interesting. So so she is my pick for I think she's very underrated. And I think she's a bit of a like I would say unicorn chameleon. You know, she can play like drama, comedy, you name it. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to hear what you think of how she is in Away We Go. Again, she's only in it for a small part, but I think that's all she ever needs. But I think especially someone with her, you clearly see talent when she's on the screen that it doesn't matter how long she's in there. No, she makes an impact, right? Mm-hmm. She, the only thing I just, I can't think about 10 things I hate about you, like who she would be. No. But besides that, I mean, all those. I on the IMDb, but maybe. I, I trust you. Yeah. And there's a few in there that I haven't actually seen. Like, well, some of them are new. Oh, I did see Tallulah. Sorry. Um, Brightest Star, The Rewire rewrite uh troop zero bad education so there's a few i hadn't seen so i'm like excited now because i'm like oh perfect i'll go a little allison janney this weekend yeah so that's my pick it's good i like it yeah 
I set mine up a little differently. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to give you the first... I, I broke it down. It's in a lot of sections, but we can kind of... One, two, three, four, Nine-ish categories. Okay. Um, and am I guessing? You're going to guess. I'm going to give you oh, the first... This is so exciting. First few things. These are all small roles. So if you don't get it from this, uh -huh. I'll... I know the last thing that I'll say is how you'll guess it. Okay. Like the last show that I say is how you'll be able to guess it. I hope so because my brain isn't fully functioning right now, but yes. All right. Okay. So these are all short stints. I don't remember how long. No more than like five episodes that okay. he's been on these shows. Okay. Uh, the Romper Room. Okay. <laughs> uh, 1979. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, uh, the New Lassie. Okay. Uh, the Outsiders, which I didn't know was a show. Oh, I didn't know. Right away, I went to the movie. Okay. Uh, Santa Barbara. Okay. The original Parenthood. Ooh, okay. And Roseanne. So, John Goodman? Nope. Small role. Small role in all of those. Okay. Wow, I don't know. The one that got me is, um, what was the second last one you said? Parenthood? Yeah, because I know I've seen it. Haley Mills plays the twins. God, I can't think of. This is all when this person's very young. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you want this going to be how you're going to get it? I hope so. I hope I get it. A 23 episode stint. Okay. Or maybe, I don't know how long, in Growing Pains. Kirk Cameron? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Alan Thick. No. 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 Wow, this is real. Again, not. Um, I guess then I'll, I'll keep going. Growing pains, growing pains. Um, I think that these three, we got three movies. Um, Critters 3. Oh gosh, as if I'd seen that. Uh, Poison Ivy. And The Boy's Life. Oh, Ethan Hawke? No, that was Boyhood. Oh. Wow, this is a popular, this person must be older. Yeah, well, he was a little bit older, but not... Not as old as you'd think. Okay, okay this is 100%. What it's is better. Gonna, this is embarrassing. This is what's going to get it. So those are the first two. That was young and slight ascension is what I called those two. Okay. Because once it gets to the boy's life, he's kind of, he's on like the, he's one of the top build people. I don't even know what a boy's life is. Is it TV oh, show? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I, I was those like, three oh my are God, movies. Am I, oh, They're okay. not like huge movies. I was like, am I supposed to see that movie? Because I don't know what it is. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. You're going to get it. I really hope you do. This is probably I'm the- I'm so embarrassed though. This is one of the things that you think of for this person. Okay. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. When I went through his IMDb, he he's- He's in Parent Trap and stuff? Wow. Parenthood. Parenthood. That's where it got me. That was that was the problem. You knew he was in Parenthood. <laughs> no. Parenthood's actually a really good movie with Steve Martin. I think it was a show. No, he wasn't in Parenthood. Because I watched that. That's with Dax and stuff. And that's... But you have to think, these are like older, like 80s, 90s. Yeah, Steve Martin. That's the Parenthood one. No? I don't know. Yeah, and that's a... why they made it and... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, that's a great pick, by the way. Holy jeez. Well, because we we're going to... dive into this one. Because, again, I this broke down into ca such good categories. So... This one was real growth. So, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Ugh, one so of his bad. most iconic roles, especially from a young age. Yes. Uh, Basketball Diaries. Yes. Um, and then there's kind of a section here before we get to him being a real star. It's uh, the Quick and the Death, or sorry, the Quick and the Dead. Oh. Total Eclipse. 
which on Total Eclipse, like on the actual like uh, poster for it, it says Leonardo DiCaprio is phenomenal. Oh, wow. And then we have, I guess, maybe this could have been in stardom, but Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I loved that movie. Is that the one when they Claire have like Danes. when they have like guns and stuff? Yeah, they made it like the modern version of but Claire Danes, because that's before we really knew who she was, too. Like, they were both kind of like these new whatever, and their chemistry together on screen was phenomenal. Anyway, sorry, go. No, no, no. That's the point. Yeah. We're supposed to. Yeah, it's good. Um, and then to me, this is real stardom. 97, 98, Titanic and nice. the man in the iron mask. Right. Yes. So he hits that point where once Titanic comes out, which I didn't realize until I looked through, I'm like, what other movies were that year? And apparently DiCaprio and Mark Wahlberg were both in between, or they offered Boogie Nights to DiCaprio first, but he wanted to do Titanic instead. (gasps) Fascinating. So I want to know, do you think DiCaprio could have done as good Mm. of a job doing uh, Dirk Diggler? Listen, I think, I think Leonardo DiCaprio could do anything. I think he's like a Meryl Streep. Like, yeah, I think you can literally stick him in any role. I really do. I think Mark Wahlberg did a phenomenal job, but But I do. But you think DiCaprio... the way I thought about it is DiCaprio would do a better job in Bogey Nights than Wahlberg would be oh, in Titanic. Oh, 100%. I don't think Mark Wahlberg could have carried that Titanic. Because Titanic, he was like, you know, he was like the poor kid. And he was so, like, jubilant. Like, he's just, you know. And I, I don't think Mark Wahlberg has that kind of, like, his the way he's perceived is a little bit different, I think. Right? I, that's my take on it anyway. Did you ever hear, have you ever heard the Titanic conspiracy that like Jack is a time traveler? Oh, no. Because there's funny. a few things he says like, oh, like I went fishing in Lake Sarasota, I think it was, but that lake wasn't created until like two years after the Titanic sank. That's amazing. I'm sure it's just things where you wrote it into the script and didn't really think of didn't the year really, yeah, that they were in, exactly. but a lot of people think he's a time traveler. Wow. As if he, there wasn't room for him to be on a raft with her. Not even a raft. It was a door. Oh, that movie. But like they just they had to just sink already. Sorry, it is true that movie is flawed because the whole time you're like, well, if you know what the Titanic is, this whole movie and you're setting up all these characters, most people died on the Titanic. Yes, my thing for the movie was just it, you know, oh, it's gonna sink. Oh no, it's not. Oh, it's gonna sink. Like it, it just like just like that's why I got to the point. I was like, just sink. Like. <laughs> Like, I was just like, I get it. Like, it's going to sink, you know? I just felt like it dragged on a little bit. But beautifully done. I'm not trying to be mean again, but. Um, then we have a weird stretch. Okay. Um, like weird stretches. Oh, uh, so this is, again, 98 to about 01. There's Celebrity. Oh, I don't, did I know that one? I don't know yeah, either any of these movies. The Beach. Oh, The Beach is so good. Oh, okay. It's so weird. Yeah, they all, I think it's around like Thailand or Fiji and they all go like, I, I, it's hard to even get to, but it's like this remote little island that all these like crazy people live on. Like they're kind of like hippie, whatever. That's actually a good movie. And Don's Plum. Don's Plum. Don't know it. All right. Now this is the category where we have, this is a four year stretch mm-hmm. that I call masterpieces. Mm. I love how you've set this up. I'm so jealous. Uh, Gangs of New York. Yes. Uh, Catch me if you can. Like talk about totally different roles, right? In it the just, same in the same it, year. Yeah, like it just right there proves. Uh, 04, The Aviator, mm-hmm. and then 06, Blood Diamond, 
Yes. And oh. The Departed. Wow, which The Departed, right? That's one of my favorite movies. All-time favorite movies. So that four-year stretch from Gangs of New York to The Departed and Blood Diamond are all, in my opinion, masterpiece of movies. Yes, they are. For sure, I agree with you. Um, then we hit a gap, which I called the pre-peak. Okay. So that wasn't even the peak. Masterpieces, there's a peak coming. Wow. Um, Body of Lies. Nope, don't know it. And Revolutionary Road. Oh, I do know that one because I think he did it again with Kate Winslet. I think she's in that one. Um, wait, I said that was 08? Yes. Both those movies were in 08. This is the peak. This is a three-year peak. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, 2010, Shutter Island Oof. and Inception. Inception was so good. And Shutter those, Island was a tough one for me. It was, yeah, it was. There's some scenes in there where it still haunts me a little bit. Michelle Williams, brilliant, but she, like, I mean, she kills her babies. Like, I couldn't. That was a hard one for me. Yeah. It's hard to get sometimes past those, right? When you're like, ooh, it's a little, I don't know. Like, there's limits, but, I mean, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2011, J. Edgar. Yes. J. Edgar Hoover. Yep. Um, 2012, Django. Mm. God, that movie's good. And this is this is how he. I don't want to say peak like he's not a good actor anymore. But to me, when you go through his career and you see this stretch of Shutter Island, Inception, J. Edgar, Django, and then 2013, you get The Great Gatsby, right? And The Wolf of Wall Street, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, how, where do you? That's so good. I love Great Gatsby, by the way. Like, I just that to me visually and everything like. You know, great book, and the, and they did a good job with the with the movie for sure. Mm, definitely the adaptation. What was the other one you said? Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, the oh adaptation boy. is for a book that's iconic, and for people to go, well, not necessarily that it's better than the book, but it's definitely held in high regard. Yes, yeah, for and, sure. And then Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Just great that scene where he is so high on quaaludes, and he has to get to his into his car and and get to his house because he's trying to stop Jonah Hill from talking to talk on the, on the phone because the, the FBI has tapped their phone when he is going down the stairs and into his car and it, like it is it is so brilliant because it's not overdone it's no. it's legit like you really think he is as high as a kite without because that's a hard thing to play right like it's a hard thing to act when you're drunk or high or whatever I would imagine I mean we're not actors but no um and i just think he did it so good and then when he was like i made it home without a scratch and then you wake up the next and the car is just destroyed totaled and they show what actually happened but yeah just that whole sequence of oh you take these quaaludes they're really expired so like they take a while to kick in they take them and they're both like oh like we're fine like what's going on and then mark Wahlberg literally or mark Wahlberg, his character like dicaprio's character literally goes into a state of um, doesn't he say that he has cerebral palsy yes he does yes and like is like foaming at the mouth and yeah and just get off the phone yeah get off the phone yeah it's like i'm on the phone <laughs> they just like the way they do that scene together is so well done yeah and then he's like choking and he's gotta like Jonah hill starts choking he's gotta help him and yeah it's even, a great movie. Even just, I remember in high school, I got to do film analysis on. on when you're touching it, it's making noise on sorry. the microphone. Um, they do uh, just a one one shot tracking where like they have the like camera on a track and they're following him down the stairs and into his car, 
it's the scene where he's talking about like all the drugs he has to do oh, okay he's like i you know i smoke pot to mellow me out cocaine to wake me back up quaaludes to relax me again yeah and he's like drinking a mimosa <laughs> so good that was a great movie. It's such an outrageous movie. I it is, but that's what makes it so fun. Like you're just they're throwing like little people at targets and isn't that the one? It's so Martin Scorsese said about Jonah Hill that really great story that that he had that awesome or Jonah Hill actually told the story, but that he had that great scene when he's on the phone. Yeah, or he's, is in the he's diner t- first. What it's they're back to back. Jonah Hill is talking to like uh, DiCaprio's character and is like. Oh, you drive that car. Like, what do you do? And he explains his job. And he's like, if you give me a job right now, I will call my boss and quit. And apparently that scene, I don't know. I think it was like 30 or 40 takes. Yeah. So he said, Jonah Hill said he had, he had practiced that scene so hard and had it down pat where he was so proud of of how he was going to do it. So he did it. And then whatever the next scene was, it was just like sitting in a diner or whatever it was next. He just couldn't get it together because he didn't put as much effort into that one because he thought that scene was important and that's what got him the role. So then he said he kept trying and trying. It was like 30, 40 takes. And finally, Martin Scorsese says, like, come sit down in he, beside me. And he said he just sat and read the paper for like 20 minutes. Didn't say a word to me. Didn't give me any direction or anything. But he sent the rest of cast and crew like on a break or whatever. Yeah. And they just sat there and he read he, Martin Scorsese read and he said Jonah Hill said he just calmed himself down. That he could just do it. He was just getting in his head, right? So, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Um, and then we have the last category. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like two categories, but it's the Oscar winner, The yes. Revenant. Revenant. Just so good in that movie. Just put so much effort into it that it was almost like a lifetime achievement to give him giving him an Oscar win for that movie. Yeah. I don't think that was his best movie, but I think in that year and everything he had done it made sense it did i i agree with that like there's definitely a a couple of great scenes but i do agree with you it wasn't necessarily his best performance uh and then we have a four-year gap of just like small like commercials or whatever Mm -hmm. and then once upon a time in hollywood so good which looking back is he not a supporting character in that movie See, I would say, I think Brad Pitt is the main character. That's the way I perceive the movie. That's the way I take it, is I feel like Brad Pitt is the who the movie is about. Like they're following his story more. More. You just, I don't know, There's you're cheering for him more? I don't know what the word is, but you're on his, on that side more, I would say. Not that you weren't on DiCaprio's side. No, but he was, yeah, just more of like a side, like a failing cowboy like spaghetti cowboy actor that just was kind of on on the down low the the best part of that movie of like rick dalton like dicaprio's character is when um like the manson family are Mm -hmm. like driving outside and they have their radio really loud and he's just like fucking hippies and then he like goes outside and he's like this is a private road and he just starts yelling at them and that's when they decide oh okay we were gonna go kill sharon tate but now we're gonna kill this guy right. because he was mean to us right yeah no my favorite scene in that movie is the one he has with the little girl where, yeah, where she is whoever that little girl is she's gonna be she's gonna be huge she was so good in that it's not sorry it's maybe not my favorite scene because obviously the last scene is it's a tarantino movie yeah so you know that you're just waiting for that to happen um but that little girl in that scene i should have got i should have known her name but i didn't know that's who you're picking so ill-prepared 
But the way, yeah, the way she isn't intimidated yes. by him in a scene, which I think most people are, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. We just went through all the movies he's done. He's yeah. a he's an A-list. I, I would say the A-list star in, yes. in Hollywood. And she just is just not afraid of him. Even no. when they are, which I love the part of the movie where it's like, we're filming a scene of them filming a, a scene. scene. It's yeah. pretty meta. But even in that, like she's such a good actor as an actor. Yes. And then she turns to him or gives him a hug and it's like, that was some of the best acting ever. And that like lifted him up like a little girl saying that to him was like, you know, gave him that confidence. But so he hasn't done anything since then. Wow. I think that's the, that was my, I wrote down key takeaway and then didn't write down a key takeaway, but it, it was, it was, he's very selective with his work, which I don't blame him for at all. If you, if you look through the people, I would say it's, it starts for me with Titanic of I'm choosing who I'm working with and it's mostly going to be Martin Scorsese. Right. So right. like Titanic. Cause they clearly have a, an understanding about one another. They understand the art that they want to, they're on the same page. That's what it is. Right. But even if you think about Titanic, James Cameron, um, gangs, you know, uh, not gangs, New York, catch me if you can, Steven Steel Spielberg. Right. Like he's choosing, he's worked with Tarantino twice. Right. Yes. He's very, yes. even the Revenant, Alejandro Inarutu, like he's, he knows who he's, who he's picking to work with. He's, is probably just as important as the actual movie, yeah. right? Because he wants to, he wants to do his best job, and he wants someone who's got that same passion that he does, right? Even Inception, that's oh, Christopher Inception. Nolan. Yes, so you just is such a good movie. You see the people he's were even um, I can't remember which movie it is now, but Baz Luhrmann, like he's working. He's wor- Gatsby. It seems like a Gatsby. Actually, I think you're right because I was looking. It seems like that's who would do Gatsby is somebody like Baz Luhrmann there. Mm-hmm. But he's just very, I'm like when we look back at the end of his career, whenever he, because you never know when it could be, he could just tomorrow say that I'm done acting. Yes. But we're we're gonna look back and we're gonna remember him for being an amazing actor and working with the right directors to make him look good. Right. I wonder if he'll ever direct. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I. Like I wonder if he has that 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 desire that drive to be okay this is i'm gonna be behind i could see him being a producer but i don't know if i really i don't know if he's a lot of time right not that he i don't want to say he doesn't care but i think he's just such an actor that yeah it doesn't feel like he can cross over most people when you see them act you're like oh yeah i guess like it makes sense that they would direct like jonah hill like olivia wilde those people are just they make sense as directors right not just actors Speaking of Olivia Wilde, you haven't seen Booksmart, have you? No. Oh, I wonder if I should change it. You know what? I'm going to change it on the fly here. Booksmart? I really want you to watch Booksmart. All right. Should I go in with the expectation that it's female super bad? Because that's what I kind of hear. Do you want to keep it with the other one then? No. No? No, I'm not saying that's a... And I've always wanted to watch it. Yeah. No, I, I want you to watch it. Okay. Then we can switch away. We go to next week or whenever you want switch oh to away we go yeah yeah do that one next week okay okay you got anything else no it's dinner time hungry (laughs) hungry (laughs) all right then uh if you if you want to follow subscribe anything with the show i'll be in the description and besides that 
We'll see you next time. everyone. You really talked over me there. Stay safe, everyone. I wanted you to say something else so I could say I it again. I know you did. That's why, that's why I stopped and I'm just going to let you say stay safe. No, just talk so I can go stay safe, everyone. Anyways, yes. We'll see you next. Till next week. <laughs>